previously on Strangers Rolling Dice. The party pushed their way through a long, mysterious hallway with Crow at the lead. Poking around after bumping her head on what seemed like an optical illusionary temple painted on the wall as a mural, she found herself trapped in the vice grips of some sort of pressure plate mechanism. That turned out to be fortuitous because right now, huddled in this hallway, covered in the blood and guts of zombie frogmen who rose from the rubble piles, Crow is the only one that is not going to have to make this very important constitution saving throw that I'm going to ask in just a minute for you guys to make. Before we go ahead and we make these saving throws, I want to hear some thoughts. How's everybody doing today? Let's start with uh, with you, Michael. Hello. I'm doing well. Doing I'm well. Excited good. to uh, to roll a con save. I'm super good at <laughs> so many stats, and I'm excited to uh, see how this all plays out. All right. All right. We're deep in this dungeon. Let's get through it. Okay. Optimism. I like it. Uh, che, talk to me. No. Oh, hello. Um, it's been kind of doing? a long day, kind of tired, but, uh, excited to, you know, delve into Bart Fudd and see if Bart Fudd is going to become a zombie or not. What's right. Bart Fudd going to do? Okay. <laughs> uh, Zach, uh, through a, a connection wormhole that we have managed through some technical difficulties tonight. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing Great. Um, I'm going to assume that everyone was saying they're optimistic um, from what I heard. Uh, just pure <laughs> yes. optimism. That, that's all that was said. From, from Pretty little, much. Uh, blips and bloops of the androids that have replaced my friends here. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I feel good about the session. Um, I was thinking about there have been times when the party has all died except for one in games that I've played. And I've always been the only one to survive. So I think that I could continue that streak here. Nice. Nice. Uh, I like that form of optimism. (laughs) Um, Okay. And, uh, you know, our our dwarven comrade here, Jesse, what are you feeling like today? Yeah, I got to agree with you. I got a really good feeling. I'm feeling pretty optimistic. Uh, I'm pretty sure only one of us is going to (laughs) die. I mean... Whatever, you have a plus seven to your con save. I'm just talking from a numerical dab perspective. Oh. Uh, Dap, Dap, how are you feeling? <laughs> uh, he's feeling really, really good. Okay, he's he's got this. He feels super optimistic I that think he might everyone's going to die. Uh, 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 well, now he'll feel even better when everybody dies but him. Um, <laughs> all right. That's so, so sad. Can you imagine? Let's just dab, just dab, like, dab, dab, like nudging Karza's lifeless body. Exactly. Oh, like, God. Oh, God. Well, let's, let's start that train. And then would soon die them. later of poison damage. Mm-hmm, absolutely. With no healing to speak of. Okay. So speaking of poisons, the wounds on your bodies start as you work together to free Crow from this trap. And you eventually do. 
the wounds on your body is from the raking claw-like appendages where the, the bones were sticking out of, of the hands of these zombies. They, they feel itchy and hot, and the, they're starting to, like, sweat around the wounds. So I think we should not do them all at once. I want to go around the table, proverbially here, and roll them one at a time. And then I'll tell you when everybody's rolled what happens. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. All right. Wait, I think Dab should go first. Dab first? That sounds... Dab first? I like that. Guessing, I will forfeit my first for Dab first. Okay. Dab should roll in front of the table. Roll and pull up. Dab, go oh. ahead and roll. Okay, I'll, I'll, roll, <laughs> I'll roll in front of the table here. Okay. That is a six for Dab. Oh. Okay. That's uh, that's not very high. That's not a very high number. I yeah. Six. Okay. Jesse, why don't you just keep going? All right, come on, cars. Dwarf cars Constitution. Collect. Bada bing, bada boom. That is an eleven. Okay. That's also not. Very high, not as low as six. Maybe you could not be like a, a death knight with your frog, like <laughs> an undead dwarf, uh, undead frog. Uh, oh, that's kind of cool. That's, that's kind of cool. That's pretty cool. I like where you guys are. Your heads are at. Um, okay, let's go down the line uh, in order of of height, uh, going up <laughs> in height actually. So first there'll be trees. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. That's a six. <laughs> oh, oh, you guys. All right, Zach. Two. Zach, Zach, my so far. So yeah. <laughs> I'm like licking my wounds. Like, I got this. Uh, <laughs> All right. I've, I've, I've made and, it uh, <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Bartholomeus Fadimius, as I've taken to calling you. Mm-hmm. From the long line of Fadimius. You six. <laughs> no <laughs> shit. Oh, it was meant six, six, to six, be. Six, yeah, six, 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 eleven. Good, good job, y'all. We, we summon job, eleven satans from the depths. Did we, did we all roll fours. Jesse rolled. I rolled a three. Okay. That's very bad. <laughs> True. This is this is badly. not yeah. good. No, no um, inspirations or heroism marks to spend. Oh, that's actually true. Um, inspiration. Oh, no, I spent more. Uh, I spent more. You got to spend up front. I've been reminded. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm all out of marks. marks hero. Can... I don't have any. I don't got no marks. Is the party out of marks of heroism right now? Uh, you got you. You're not yeah, holding fitting, any. So. Yeah, this is you a low moment. Roll. Okay, let me tell you what happens here. I've been waiting on this one. I'm sure you all been wondering what this was. <laughs> I'm going to just fully be transparent with you mechanically. This was a DC 11 constitution. Oh, no shit. Oh, fuck. So Karzalek gets it. <laughs> oh. But Dap, Trees, and Bart all fail. Normally, this disease would take 1d4 days to manifest. In this case, 
it feels like it's setting in now. Um, you begin to sweat and feel faint. Your vision in this deep, dark hole sort of sways a little bit. But eventually, you free crow and you clean yourselves up and look around this chamber and you're ready to continue on. Though, each of you that failed do take one level of exhaustion. Mm. You will also only regain half the normal of hit points from spending a hit dice on a long rest. Okay, okay. Cool. Um, and sorry, there's one last thing. This is a complicated one a little bit. Uh, you will not regain your base level plus your constitution modifier HP at all on a long rest. You can spend a hit dice and get half. Um, for now, you are afflicted by the disease. You have a chance to get better, you think. But you don't know how good of a chance without some sort of intervention. Okay, okay. That's what's up. I want to hear what you guys do. Well, uh, I think Bart is going to maybe kind of slide down the inside of the party zone and just kind of like lay in a heap on the ground. Uh, me wiping his brow a little bit, kind of exhausted from the combat, being like, oh, God, I don't feel so good. Maybe poison or something, but I think I need a moment. And he's just going to like... Uh, bend over in the corner and just cradle his head in his hands. <laughs> yes, uh, not not feeling so hot myself. Uh, as uh, I think we already cleared out like the dead bodies out of the party zone, we freed Crow at this point, and we're just like settling down, right? Just yeah. like, all of us inside the party zone. Mm -hmm. in this alcove with the optical illusion painted temple so as you're sort of sitting down and you look up it's like really weird warped perspective because the illusion is meant to be seen from like uh, the approach towards it you know I imagine you know, uh, oh sorry go, no no go for it I imagine like not having much experience in uh, these in well I'm sure cars has treated wounds in, in like yeah. conflict and stuff but Probably being too not too familiar with poisons and disease, I imagine him like seeing both trees and Bart and Dap like noticeably just really, really zonked. Even after such a wild battle, he you know, approaches between them and he pulls out like a health potion and just, dude, when did you require aid? Were you were you grievously injured in the fight? Not seriously. It's uh, it's more of like a bad trip afterwards or something, you know. Yes, I have that feeling of 
warm spit welling up in my throat. I pull out the wand of healing and I look at Bart. I'm like, Bart, uh, do you think this, that maybe we can somehow channel the uh, magic from this? And because, yeah, I'm not feeling very good. And I hand Bart the wand um, and let him like look at the wand and think about it and think about it myself as well to like think about like mm. whether or not the kind of magic from the wand could heal this kind of thing or if we know that it's uh like what what's kind of going on with us I guess is kind of yeah. what I'm hoping to get at. Yeah. That sounds to me like both Trees and Bart uh, would be making a medicine check. And I'm just like, um, Crow, how, how are you feeling? I'm I'm feeling okay, but I'm I'm worried about you all. Go ahead and roll out the disadvantage too, because of all your right. one level Very of exhaustion. I rolled so well too. It's a medicine <laughs> check, you said. Medicine check. It's a six minus one is five. Okay. Oop, nat one with disadvantage. Wow. Wow. Okay. We're at 23 too, but nope. Holy crap. Um, I have a, Karzalek, I have do a you knowledge wanna... question. Okay, uh, I I do have a proficiency with poisons in a poison kit. Um, since I've heard Bart mention he thinks he's poisoned, is there any way for me to determine if that's something yeah. I recognize or something that I could yeah. perhaps you know, purge it out with, with what I have? my hope sure i think uh you should go ahead and also make a medicine check uh specifically looking for poisons but do it with advantage because you have this poisoner's kit i'm gonna say okay cool medicine negative one with advantage (laughs) (laughs) yeah would i add my proficiency in the kit yes or just advantage advantage so i need to do I click on the poisoner's kit and choose the ability score. Okay. Yeah, exactly. I've not done this yet. Cool. Um, advantage. <laughs> and what I'm hoping is like, you know, I thought with her upbringing, they basically conditioned herself by taking poisons a lot. Yeah. So hope, hoping that there's something that she knows how to like, sure. you know, jam the finger in the back of your throat and get it out. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, 17 oh, wow. is my better roll there. Yeah, your better roll, because your other one was a 1, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. Oh, 7. I'm sorry, I misread that. Um, That's your fault. <laughs> uh, so, a 17, though. Um, yeah, you... I think what we see is you run your finger... You, you sort of ask permission, and, and you run your finger through the wound uh, on on one of your comrades and see if you can, uh, you know, have it react with one of the chemicals that you have inside your little poisoning kit. Uh, You know that this anti-venom and anti-toxin and anti-everything that you have that kind of goes with it uh, on a little, like, pH strip, you'd be able to see what this is if it's one of the common things. Nothing lights up. Yeah. There's no presence of poison at all. It 
looks like it's behaving as if there's some sort of toxin, but it's not any of the ones that you've ever encountered. It's, it's not natural. It's not a natural poison is what I'm thinking. It's not a natural poison. Um, it's not something that is uh, a, a substance in the way that poisons are substances. Yeah, or it's just uh, so it, old that I don't have what it takes to detect it. Yeah, potentially. But what uh, you come to the conclusion of is is basically that it's it's not a, a poison. May Karst just Get try a general triage check if it's like gangrenous yeah. or something perhaps he's generally familiar with? Yeah. I'm going to say it's been, because it took 10 minutes to free Crow from the trap. And as this is happening, I'm going to say it takes around 10 minutes to, to talk about and take stock and, you know, get your, your stealths back together. One this has all been within the party zone, right? All within the party zone. Your party's going goes blomp up and you're basically just yeah. hanging out. That's a nine for cars checking out their wounds. Yeah. I mean, when all this talk about it being like, what's wrong with them? They don't feel good. Uh, poison doesn't look like poison. Um, you, you basically have never seen disease set in this quickly, but it looks like disease. And that's all you know. Okay. Uh, well, here's a question for you. Um, Thinking about gangrene gives me an idea, and not, not a terrible idea. So, where on everyone's bodies are these wounds? And are they oh, places no. where they could feasibly live without that part? <laughs> That's a good question. Don't look at me like that, Crow. Uh, my <laughs> limbs are too beautiful. You can't. Do we roll for uh for the for a body? Yeah, I have a body die uh, somewhere, oh, but I nice. think also I probably described <laughs> what uh what parts got rolled onto. You know, let's say that there's wounds to superficial parts of the body, not a lot of chest wounds, not a lot of neck wounds yeah. or face wounds. You know, hands, forearms, legs, back. You can live with that. Okay. Well, it's a musician without their fingers, Crow. <laughs> An alive one. <laughs> you can still play a drum. It's kind of I bash feel, or I feel great. I don't know what you're talking about. Bard is going to push. sweating. You've never seen a cat sweat before. <laughs> but it must be stinky like, inside this party zone. <laughs> Inside the party zone, the climate is nice, but it feels like it's way too hot in here for some of us. Oh, yeah, it feels like it's too hot, and you're like, why is this not working? I swear God the AC, it's normally great in here. I I feel like either we need to push on, or I need to rest. I am really not feeling good, and I think I will lose all energy soon. Right. Karis puts a hand on Bart's shoulder. USDZ friend will find a way out. There has to be a reason why this ends here. There has to be more to it. Um, Karis is going to expect inspect this end, the end of this wall, this mural, okay. this corridor here. Go ahead and give me yeah. a general perception check here. General perception? And, uh, what do you Crow's definitely going to help with any kind of stuff okay. like this. Okay. Yeah, Go ahead and roll that as well. Like, That's a 23 that, on this perception. Cars is like, we got to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Cars. We certainly can't go back. 12 for me. 
Okay, 12. First, Crow, you notice, because you've had plenty of time to think about this, it looks like the other side of this small corridor where it kind of forks and there's those niches, those alcoves in the walls. Uh, it, it looks like there's another pressure plate at the southern end and you warn Karzalek to, don't, don't search over there. That's, that's not a good place. Um, Karzalek, heeding this advice, uh, you sort of scan around outside of the bubble looking for something that you may have missed and your dwarven stone cunning notices that there is a seam in the wall that looks abnormal. The Ooh. seam in the wall your 23 perception is over here. <gasps> Alright. Thank you. Cars is gonna he's gonna pick that up and something something's odd here. And he's gonna leave the bubble kind of putting a reassuring pat on Dap as he finds his way across the rubble of this okay. hallway. And, uh... Okay. So, yeah, so if, uh, if he can find himself in front of this seam, is there anything being cl- like being closer to it now? Can he pick up yeah. anything off the bat? Uh, let me tell you. Um, so, um... You, you come up to this... to this seam, and it looks like there's a different kind of stone hung in this area and the uh, plaster has come free exposing the seam. You think if you took a weapon or a tool and you cleared away the rest of that plaster, you would be able to expose the stonework underneath. Right. Cars is going to turn to Crow. Crow, can you help me with this? Let's, let's try peel away some of this plaster over on top. There's of something course. here. We do it. Let's chip All away right, at this. You do it. Um, okay. And you see that this is the area of the uh, the murals that were on the plaster here that depicted a rising sun. Um, and you see that underneath everything else in the plaster, when you chip it away, the painted thing underneath is just replaced by blank stone. But when you chisel away the plaster over the rising sun, it is actually inlaid into the stone. It looks like it's a separate stone entirely. Cars finagles with it, whether it's like pushing it, pulling it, if you yeah. can like get okay. his fingers on it. You see the plated gauntlet of Karzalek chunk into the sun and pushes it into the wall and then ancient mechanisms that haven't moved in a very long time you hear in the wall go ka-chung, 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 and these stone walls just open, like, you know, on either side and reveal a passageway in front of you. Could I have a little moment with Bart while they're doing that? Let's let's do a little moment, and I'll get ready with the description of what you see. No, I don't mind at all. Uh, As like, yeah, the other two are going off and doing that. I just turn to Bart as like we're both like sweating and like slouched on the wall. I just turn to Bart, and I'm like, "Ah, it's not looking so good, is it? I I I don't know about us trees. This has been hard enough already, and now. And and now I feel 
I, oh gosh, I feel horrible. Yeah, it's uh, not feeling good too much for me either, my friend. It's uh, anyone that uh, you love back home that you, you'd want me to like talk to or anything if, if you don't make it out or anything? Bart is going to pause a little bit. I know, I know we're looking for Molly, but now you have other family. I, I do, but... Oh, I don't really want to think about that, Trees. If, if I do die down here, I suppose, telling Maggie is what's right, but... If I die in my on my knees in a puddle of my own shit, maybe, maybe you know, weave a tail. Trust me, my friend. I'll weave the most glorious tail of Bart, the Goblin Hero. I I do have two boys back home, and wouldn't want him to think that you know Bart's gonna like spit on the ground. But uh, I guess we should follow them with what little strength we have left. The only way through is forward. As our, as our like I reach pans. like my hand out to Bart, and we're both like on the ground, but like we both like maybe pull each other up right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Help each other up, bracing yeah. on the ground. Hobble out of the the party zone together. I'm I'm only leaving the party zone if we know we're going. Forward. Yeah, yeah. I think I what bad. I see I here, if we need like a short or long rest. Yeah, or yeah. I'm not gonna make that happen. I could so, be like, yeah. and you walk out of the party zone, but don't, no. But yeah. uh, you, you're you're standing but we up. Stand up and, and overcome stand up. the odds ahead of us. There you go. And ahead what do you of see you, over there? you see Karzalek opening this door, and you hear the stones grating. So. I'm going to describe now what Karzalek and Crow see in the chamber ahead with the corpses of zombies around their feet. Um, hold on. Where did it go? This corridor is high-ceilinged and decorated with sculptures mounted on the walls. Two corridors branch off from the main hall, a narrow one to the east and another one to the west. The statuary that adorns the walls consists of four sculpted heads of animals. Each one is six inches above the floor and two to three feet in diameter. Opposite the passage that leads east is the stylized head of coyote, and across the hallway, across from the hallway going west, is the head of a grinning bear. Near the south end of the corridor, the head of a bison is mounted on the east wall. At the north end of the area, on the west wall, is what appears to be the head of an eagle, with its beak open. Something shines from within the eagle's mouth. I'm going to show you guys a picture of what this hallway looks like. Give me a second to get that. Ooh, big Jord. 
photo. Ooh. Open the original. <laughs> um, that's very low res, I guess. But there, there's a bigger one I'll share later. Um, I dig, though. But yeah, there's four heads from you to the end of the hallway. The order of the heads goes bison, coyote, bear, eagle. And the eagle's mouth is open, and something shiny is inside the eagle's mouth. Well, it also appears that there's like multiple forks in the road here. This is, as I would describe, a game master's nightmare. Anything <laughs> could happen here. Oh man. Okay. Um. Cars is going to turn to Crow, and he's just, in all seriousness, it's just Crow thinks. Things don't look too good, but at the very least, we need we, we do need to rest now, but we need to press forward. I'm not sure how much how far Trees and Bot can make it on their own, but I'll tell you what. I'll try to see if we can get Dap to carry Bot. I can support Trees, and we're gonna, we really need to count on you to lead the way on this one. You can see better than any of us down here, and looking at himself and <laughs> covered in armor, you, you definitely are better at seeing it without stirring up trouble than I am. I'll try, but I feel like these traps have it out for me. <laughs> with a, with like just the slightest bit of mirth and in, in a kind of a oh man, we're probably all gonna die here. Cars is gonna just pat Crow on the shoulder. Like, I don't think it can get much worse than this now, can it? It can get worse. <laughs> all right. Um, I say, yeah. Should we all reconvene in the party zone and uh, figure out what kind of rest we're taking here? Sure. Okay. What's yes, everyone? you're welcome anytime to the party zone. Alright, so pure mechanically wise. Yep. Pure table talk wise. Uh, table talk wise, we should take a short rest first so I can give my um, long of rest to people that are using hit dice at all. Right. Um. I'm getting the sense also that people feel like we kind of have a sense of urgency. We want to move forward, right? We're not trying to yeah. I'm relax to too forward. much. So I think oh, that would make... only missing one spell. So you can keep going. Bart, Bart is missing a fair amount, but I think pushing forward until uh, I collapse kind of makes sense flavor-wise. So I feel the like, same way, my friend. I feel like if Bart rests right now, he's going to want to take a long rest because he's not going to, like, you know, go to sleep and then wake up and then keep going. So, oh, excellent. Sweet. Maybe we Where's can try point? to rest in here while Crow goes and explores the next corridor. I was going to say, like, this, as awful as it is, is kind of a logical time to split up, you know? Like always split the party, Crow. <laughs> yeah. Like we have two liabilities basically with us. We do have disadvantage and, on all of our ability yeah. checks. I mean so. not liabilities, but it's like Potential liabilities I mean, soon. Potential, yeah. yeah. Can I ask um I'm very fascinated by this whole conversation. Loving it. Can I ask hit point totals? Let's go around and share them. If you want, you don't have to. I think we're all pretty much fine. Like, we didn't take pretty much damage from that fight. So, Cars yeah, is 47. and a 31. Okay. Barton Trees, though? Bart is 38 out of 40. Uh, you're you're 36 okay. out of 48, so, yeah. Yeah. We're all more it. or less fine. 
26 out of 35. But that's also maybe, okay, so that's also where maybe some of those spell slots went, was to Sure, heal healing people and, yeah. I so mean, Bart, general, Bart, Bart was in the combat, casting a lot of AoE spells, kill all yeah. those, those ice knives. Yeah. over and over and over again, so. <clears throat> you certainly were. Um, okay, so t- tell me what's <laughs> so going to happen bitter. here. You guys want to? <laughs> you guys want to try split the party for a bit? I mean, I mean, I, and I, oh. I think it'd be kind of fun to see if we can get some continuing dialogue between Trees and Bart. It's either I mean, that, or can we summon something to carry them and not slow us down? I can Dap even do that right now. I, well, I, you know, you're asking if mechanically you could take a, a short rest on the back of a mount while exploring forward as a unit. I'm saying not rest and just have them move not faster. Rest. Well, but do yeah. they? I don't think they can move at their speed normal impeded, speed. Yeah. yeah, we're no, fine right okay. now. It's just ability checks at the point we're at right now. Uh, yeah, exhaustion okay. right now. Yeah, gotcha. level one exhaustion I was thinking, like, is disadvantaged. Flavor Yeah, fl- sure, flavor. No, no, I think that right now it's like n- not so much slow as like uh, hot and feverish feeling. Yeah, and you just kind of feel a little bit unwell. Cakey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what yeah, like. Okay. Oh, Flavor you'll fumble, you'll grip, stuff like that. Yeah, flavor-wise for Bart, I think it kind of makes sense that if I go down for a short rest, I think that I will have to, like, make a constitution. Like, I feel like I would have to push myself to get up again and do something if I mm. take an hour off and just... Who knows what might down. happen if you take a mechanical rest. Maybe there's a mechanic waiting for you guys. We'll see. And, and flavor train-wise, yeah, I figured, like, the party presses on with Crow, like, uh, taking point. And then, um, even with Dap exhausted, I would, I would like, I would hope that at least Dap could maybe hold a goblin on him. And like Car, I can imagine Car is like literally yeah, like supporting trees, just helping him. Like, sure. if he like is really like okay. feeling it, like, yeah. You guys have have been I very considerate of each other, but what what happens next? Split the party. Yeah. Okay. So- Mechanically, I mean, uh, okay. as a player, I have no problem splitting up and like risking a character. Um, mechanically, I think Crow could just be visible for an hour and scout ahead and try to find an exit, you know, or something more okay. positive to move to. So like that's that's kind of a natural choice, I think. Yeah. Quiet and invisible as possible and not take risks, but just look for new paths um, like while a short rest happens. Sure. Let's That's try that. Hour, That's right? like that makes some sense, and then we'll just see how we feel afterward, and we can role play from there and stuff. I like this. Yeah. This feels kind of like um, when Crow was on the ship, and like I would, I would imagine cars yeah. would hang back Think with the guy, like you know, be with them and just chill with them, make sure yeah. you don't get attacked by another twenty zombies. My, my my bigger worry is that it makes for a boring episode. So if we can, like, I don't know. Back to fun I don't know about that. Let's, yeah. uh, wait, we've only been going for a little while here, y'all. We got Mechanically, some I don't mind not taking a short rest, though, personally. Like, we've got oh, okay. wands of healing charges. We could move forward. Like, I've got enough spell slots. It'd be nice to get Bardic Inspiration back, but that's not a big deal. Like, I could just, like, pump, okay. like, one wand of healing in myself and feel fine. And I've got a couple spell slots, and if we want to move forward, we can move forward, but... Also, I see the strategic sense of like us staying in the thing and trying to short rest. All right. Um, while I, you explore forward, so I motion I, Crow whatever. explores forward while the party, the rest of the party, very flavorly, like flavorfully, follows behind at a great distance. That way, we are moving forward, and Crow is still going to be kind of like definitely on the knife's edge, kind of crowing things out. But uh, so we- you 
you you can you can spend an hour doing nothing but eating, drinking, talking. I think walking around a small distance is okay. I am not going to treat you guys walking forward through the dungeon unless you successfully do that for an hour. I'm not going to treat that as a long rest. So we'll go yeah, minute by minute if you're walking through the dungeon. Game no rest. Only forward. So let's, let's, I think right now, somebody on your team, I'm not going to make you guys take a vote. I'm not going to decide. You guys need to figure out how you're going to decide this. I think Crow just decides. I think she's, she looks over and she sees these sick people. Mm-hmm. And she kind of feels a little panicked and a little pressured. So she just walks over and says, wait here and try to try to catch your breath. I'm going to vanish and be as quiet as a mouse and see what I can see. I'll be back. Okay. Cars gonna nod his head and just like, like he's gonna and he's gonna make that he's gonna sit down and just make that he's here to chill out with the, with the guys, make sure nothing goes wild. Okay. So Crow makes their way out of the bubble and goes towards the secret door. Cast invisibility. He'll take one last look back. I'm kind of seeing like Kind of notice if Dap is coughing or not. Trying to get a sense if Dap is not going to make it. He's he's uh he's definitely coughing a little bit. Okay, that he, gives her a sense of optimism. I think that Dap's not going to make it. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Uh, <laughs> she will uh, uh, reach the junction, and I think she'll she will look back and uh, kind of nod to anyone that might see her and cast invisibility. Okay. It lasts an hour. All right. Concentration spell, too. Okie dokie. We're echoing the stakeout on the uh, on the ship right now, and I like that a lot. So, tell me what happens next. You're invisible. You're standing about five feet away from the entrance to this tunnel that has the heads of the animals in it. Yeah, um... She will proceed slowly, uh, stealthily, and okay. my thought is to pause at each animal, uh, look at it as closely as possible for anything that might be a mechanism, a trap, um, yeah. without touching it. Okay. She's trying to learn so a lesson a little go bit. Ahead. Now let's go ahead up to the first animal then and roll me yeah, a perception I'm hitting check. an invisible wall, by the way. Oh, let me fix that. That's always fun. fun. Try now. Okay. And this is the boar. This is the bison. Um, the bison. Yes. The bison. All right. Uh, she will take a moment. Just a quick glance. Uh, 22. 22. You look at this bison head and it looks just like a statue. It's it's really beautifully carved. Um, this hallway here looks like it has not been disturbed 
in ages ahead of you. Um, it's not as wet here as it was in the lower levels. It's more dusty. Um, and you notice that there's just like thick dust on the ground all, all through here. Um, you leave like very noticeable footprints and you don't see any tracks. So that tells you something. Um, I don't see any tracks, you said? You don't see any tracks at all. Zero tracks through here. It, Undisturbed this, like, Previous rooms, yeah. Previous rooms, there were snail trails. This room, right. there's nothing that seems like it's disturbed it. Um, you look at that animal head, it just seems like a carving. You look at the next one from here, even. Seems like a carving. The one beyond that, still just a carving. But you spy a metallic glint in the jaw joint of the eagle. So there's not only something... Of the eagle? Yeah, the uh -huh. eagle. The one that's holding something shiny in its beak. Looks like it also has a metallic glint on its jaw, where it would have the beak close. Um, so it looks like yep. it is not simply <laughs> resting in it. It looks like there's some sort of mechanism associated with it. That doesn't sound suspicious or dangerous at all. <laughs> um, but I think uh, I'll make a note of that. Uh, try to just yeah, resist grabbing the shiny mm -hmm. thing as my namesakes do. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> And uh, she'll just sneak up to this first little passage on the right, I believe, across yeah. from the uh, the second head. And okay, look. I'll reveal what you see through there. It's very narrow. It reminds you of the previous secret passageway that you mm -hmm. uh, traveled through when you collapsed the statue near the uh, mm -hmm. snails chambers. Near the pool, yeah. This one's not 10 feet wide tile. It's like rough cobblestone. This stuff also kind of, it, it's, you, you wonder if this was built originally or if it was built after the fact. It kind of resembles some of the other masonry, like in the tomb that you saw, where it was like, it didn't match the rest of the complex. And it goes uh, about, what is that? About 20, 30 feet. And then it seems like it turns to the right. Okay. Um, she is going to go down that, 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 that passage, but I think before that, she's just going to take a look at this head across from the opening and look for any obvious, like, this is where an arrow shoots out and murders yeah. you. I'm going to roll over your 22 perception check from before and say okay. that you inspect this one thoroughly and you find that it is a mundane sculpture. A mundane sculpture, you said? A mundane sculpture. So I'm sorry, a mundane sculpture? Yes, yes, that is correct. A okay, mundane sculpture you. is just, yeah. Uh, alrighty, uh, yeah, she'll just start slinking down this side passage, this narrow one. Okay. And, Go uh, ahead. Paying particular attention to the floor, since I think that's okay. kind of been where she's triggered a couple things now. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll me a perception check as you move through this small tunnel, paying close attention to the floor. Okay. A 20. Dirty 20. Okay. You come to the corner, and you've been watching every misshapen cobblestone brick, and nothing is unique about any of them. You pad your way forward and forward until you come upon what looks like a passageway 
Um, unlike the others, this one looks like uh, it, it's it's about as wide as the main passageway as you've been traveling through, but it looks like it has a different floor tile, um, like a different pattern on it, and it is um, very dirty in this chamber. Um, it seems like the the walls also have a different pattern on them as well. Um, very pigmented and, and darkened, though the, the color has faded over the countless mm-hmm. years. Um, this all comes into stark contrast as it is revealed to you brighter than anything has been revealed to you since the last glowing stuff you came in contact with because a light shines down this hallway and you can see it cast upon this different paint job, different tile. Mm. Okay, well, I think she's just thinking this was a secret shortcut between two unrelated parts of this uh, complex. Okay. And the uh, best way to go is forward. So she'll sneak up and peek around this. I think it's a corner. It is a corner, um, to see yes. what's in the room. Hold on. So as you peek around the corner, the light that you see sort of flares one time and you, you with your adjustment to pure dark vision down here, it, it kind of momentarily blinds you and you hold a hand up to cover your eyes as you adjust. And then the light just travels away down a left-hand turn uh, until it fades to be much dimmer than before. Uh, interesting. And did I hear anything along with the light? No, you hear nothing. So weird traveling ghost light kind of thing happening. I don't like it. Don't like it at all. <laughs> um, I think she'll keep going down this way a little more, but if the light feels like it's getting brighter and coming back, she'll mm-hmm. make a break for it and run back. Okay. Um, it doesn't seem like it's coming any closer as you step down this hallway. Uh, and are you coming up? You're trying to come up to the next corner as well? Yeah, is it a corner going back north, I'm guessing? Uh, it's a corner At going back north. A left-hand turn, precisely. Right. Yeah, I'll uh, go down and, okay. and look. And what you see is the following. You come upon a 10-foot-wide pit that stretches across the corridor. Beyond it is a wedge-shaped stone block or pillar that blocks the passage entirely. The light ahead of you that you had been following is nowhere to be seen, as though it somehow... Okay. Um, I heard the light went past the pillar, I'm thinking, and then unfortunately yeah. I missed what followed that. So basically, you see a 10-foot wide pit, um, and there's a pillar that seems like it spans floor to ceiling, and the light seems to have gone past the pillar somehow and vanished, and you're in darkness. Right. Yeah. Um, 
never met a pit I didn't want to gaze into. So um, yeah. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll sidle up there and gaze into the abyss as uh, I'm being egged on by Jesse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, uh, and I'm, I, I definitely don't get the sense that the light went down and the hole is not shining up. Or anything, no, you don't so. see any light in this chamber at all anymore. Yeah, um, uh, okay. Let's see. I, I do have a copper piece. Is that what? Okay, I want so you there? walk up to the I'm edge of the pit though, and you you look down. Okay. And what you see is a couple of things. One, uh, on the other side of the pit, the floor tiles have pitting and scratches on the floor and ceiling, scribing short arcs on either side of it. They're easy to see. Um, you can see that it looks like it, it pivots. This, this thing revolves. Yeah. The pit, though, below it, you see that there are several humanoid skeletons at the bottom of it, about ten feet deep. Oh, good. Oh, good. Those are just decorative skeletons, though, right? Yes, they're in a few pieces. Yes, they're the big Home Depot skeleton. There's about five of those down there. Um, yeah, it, 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 it's hard to tell what's at the bottom besides a bunch of bones on a cursory glance. Gotcha. It's not obvious, like they were pulverized or. Hole or uh, it doesn't look like bones. the bones are terribly broken. It just looks like a bunch of bones. Okay. Yeah, so I, I see a mechanism. Do I see anything unusual on the pillar or on the wall nearby that might be a part of a mechanism? Um, you see one unusual thing, and it's it's back a ways uh, from you. You pass by it at first. It really looked at it really carefully, but then you know it didn't ring any bells for you. But you see. Um, there's like, what looks like a bench, um, and like a cracked urn or pot next to it. A bench with a pot next to it. Okay. Interesting. It looks like, um, again, like the, there, there seems like there's two iterations of architecture here. There's the floor tiles and the walls with the paint and this bench and this vase that seems like it, they all match and then there's things like a 10 foot pit that's been dug in the middle of the hallway and a rotating piece of stone that didn't fit neatly with the other stones it gouges huge scribed marks in the floor and the ceiling as it rotates apparently so it, mm -hmm. it looks like you know changes have been made here yep Okay. Um, I think she'll start going back, but she does want to okay. pause to look at this bench and the the stuff near it just to see okay. if anything um, is unusual. I think we see you look at the bench from a couple of angles and you like place a hand on it. And then in my mind, tell me if you don't like this, but in my mind, I see Crow sit down on the bench for a second. Yeah, I'm fine with it. I think okay. like if it sit doesn't down on the bench. obviously move or click or anything. No, it's just like a slab of, yeah. of neatly worked stone with some intricate carvings on it. And you sit down on this bench and you look where someone who would have been sitting on this bench uh, would have looked. And you see that the wall in front of you that way is only part way up uh, normal masonry. It looks like almost like a railing. Like this could have been an exterior area at one point 
And this would have beheld a great view across some unknown horizon. Interesting. If the wall is different right there, and she thinks like it might it might have been a view at one point, she'll look at it to see like if it, you know, if it's hollow on the other side. Maybe it's actually or, like uh, collapsed mud and stones that's gotcha. you know filled this area, and this tunnel that you're in looks like it was you know created after this temple must have fallen into the earth. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's like us. That's now under probably wasn't before. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That is what you learn from this is that you're at a level that used to be either at ground level or higher than craft level. Yeah. Well, um, I don't think my answer is here. No, probably uh, at least not. not the answer that I like, which is exploring the bottom of it. Actually, uh, can I tell if the pit is just a hole or does it like are there directions I could travel if I were in the pit? It does, does look sense? like it's just a straight down hole. They're all piled okay. up. It's not very neatly carved pit either. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's just the skeleton hole where you toss your skeleton. Skeleton like, hole. Exactly. So let's uh, uh -huh. let's go back from the skeleton hole real quick here yeah. to the party side. What's going on over there as, you know, this probably only takes a few minutes so far. I, I suppose Bart is just maybe going to be cradling uh, some water and sipping on that and maybe like pouring some on his head, trying to cool down, get the fever under control. Mm -hmm. Ooh digging through his pack to see if he has any like medic medicinal things for fever reduction or something, mm -hmm. I would imagine. Okay. I think I probably try to remember a song that one of my parents or my granny used to sing to me that was very comforting and do a song of rest as we're short resting to do cool. the, uh, you know, additional 1d6 per hit dice spent. So if anyone's getting back to hit dice right now, they can yep. do that. But, um, yeah, I'm mostly after the victorious moment with Bart, they came back and then we came up with a plan, I guess, for Crow to move on and hopefully not die while we all stayed in the safe bubble. Um, I probably sat back down and played this song and very cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, looked around at my yeah. companion and short rested. Imagine cars just trying to do what basic triage he knows with his friends here um but he's also um he's gonna take a minute to just expend the last charge of this ring of animal influence and uh hmm. walk over to dap and just you know kind of look at him with pain in his eyes and just i mean <laughs> he can't really put it any better than just uh how are you holding out dap how, how are you feeling i want you all to visualize the scene from jurassic park with the triceratops it's no. he's not there yet but okay. he is breathing heavily and his wounds are pretty extensive remember he went unconscious um some of them have knitted up it looks magically and uh, they feel strange you, you don't really want to touch them much but you you know you run your hands near them and he flinches um he's he's it looks like he's not doing so well. 
you just you just hang in there crows finding a way out I'm sure it's just around the next corner and you can hear the you, you, you can you can feel the lack of faith behind that um yeah yeah he's not super stoked right now but uh he dab kind of like goes one time and breathes real deep and lets out a croak and then sort of settles and, and tries to just rest if everybody's resting he's gonna take a rest too yeah and cars goes back in and just chills out all right okay yeesh all right So Crow makes her way back down the hallway, past the bench, away from the pit, to the thin area in the wall that looks like it was built in after the fact. You return all the way back to the main hallway with the animal heads. Now what do you do? Do I see any sign of the light, like, further ahead? Um, pass it at the end of the, of the hallway? No, but you, as you think about that, you notice that the light has returned from back down that passageway that you first initially saw it in. Okay, um, I have to see what the stupid light is. <laughs> uh... <laughs> I don't know, just try to sneak and see, like, she's trying to figure out, is this light moving away because I'm getting close to it? Mm. Or is it just, like, endlessly traveling a route? Okay. So you go ahead and roll me a stealth check. Uh, what check? A stealth check. Stealth check? Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, 12. Yeah, um... You you move as quietly as you can, and you hope that that will do what you need. Um, and you follow it all the way back to the all the corners that you took when you were chasing after it. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out: is it yeah. running from me or what? It does certainly seem to be. That's one interpretation for sure. As you make it back to the second corner and you look back across the bench at the stone pit and the rotating pillar, the light vanishes again. And you're back where you're Okay. Um, I'm going to like kind of walk heavily and not stealthily. Okay. Okay. I kind of kind of in place, but then walk quieter so it sounds <laughs> like fake I'm it out. Away. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Go ahead and make Does me a deception check. Okay. That sounds good. Deception of ooh, I rolled natural one. Okay. As you clomp, 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 and then try to like move uh, and like you know, deceivingly fake it out. You do see a light flash very briefly. And this close, it, it seems like it has a little bit of a different hue as it passes with great speed right over your head, emerging from one side of the wall and departing as quickly as it came into the other side of the wall. And the, the hue is distinctly ultraviolet. So it's like a... It's like a... A ball of light that passes overhead? Pretty or... much. Okay. It's going from the wall to the south through the pillar to the north? 
Yes. Uh, well, it came it came back towards the corner, and then you you saw it vanish, right? You, you saw it vanish through the the, the pillar, it, so it seemed. And then when you went back and you tried to fake it out, it just whooshed from two completely unrelated directions, passing through walls right over your head. Okay. I think I have to just keep going elsewhere for now. <laughs> okay. I mean, worst case, I'm going to come try to talk to this mysterious light and <laughs> see if it will help us. But uh, for now, I'm going to at least peek down the next few hallways. Right. Okay. Move yourself where you'd like to be on the map. Alrighty. Um, so go back past the second statue head and then up to okay. this larger hall across from the... Yeah. third statue head, which is the bear, I believe. This is, I believe, the bear. You're, you're next to both the bear and, and the, the uh, coyote. Actually, the, the eagle's at the very end. Of the yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, you see down a very long hallway. Oosh. Um, there's clearly a turn in two directions at different points. One at the end, it turns right, and one about halfway down the hallway turns left. Forks in the road all over the folks, all over the place here, folks. As I said, GM's nightmare. Yeah. Mm. How can I make this worse for the GM? What should I do mm. now? Um, I think I'm gonna keep just looking at the closest passage first. You know, hoping to see that big red exit sign glowing yeah. somewhere. So the closest or one like, being the one on the left that you're you're looking at here. No, I'm saying I'm gonna walk to the end of this hallway. Um, oh, you walk to the like end of this past hallway. Past the eagle, and mm -hmm. look, at least look down this passage on the right. And actually, what are these um, things that I see in front yeah. of me on the let wall? Let me tell you. On let, the north let me let me tell you as you come into that area, and you okay. get a closer look. Along both sides of this twist in the corridor, deep in shadows, stucco figures appear to be floating above the floor. As you approach, you see the figures seemingly suspended in the air. They're actually withered corpses encased in earth, standing upright on a ledge about two feet above the floor. At the end of the corridor is a single bronze door on the right side of a 10-foot wall blocking your path forward. It is coated in some sort of black substance. Show you what's there. You can kind of see at the angle that you see down here. I'm just going to give you this. Down both twists and turns of this hall towards the door at the end. Okay. There's the door. And the bronze door is... Right there. You see it diagonally okay, so through the, the twist. Yeah, yeah, it's around the corner, and you can sort of see it just because it's pretty tight turns here. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think I will sneak up, trying very carefully not to disturb the hated stucco. And um, get to where I can see kind of this, the entire area where the door is. Like, if there's any more directions to go, if I can okay. suss out anything 
Okay. Out of place. Roll me a sleight of hand check. Interesting. Okay. Sleight of hand. <laughs> Natural one, number two in a row. <laughs> what the hell? What are the odds of that? Well, okay. Uh, How much do yeah. we want to put down on you getting another one now? I'm going to move you into one of these squares here because you're kind of in the middle of a couple of them. Sure. Um, okay. As you move as carefully as you can through this hallway, you notice that one of the stucco-encased figures is a little out of alignment with the others. And you notice because part of your clothing catches on it. Oh, good. And it flakes off some of the stucco skin. And underneath, you get a glimpse at rotted muscle, which flexes and comes to life as every one of these figures in this hallway animate into zombies. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Let me just show you how bad this is, folks. <laughs> <laughs> fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I count one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. I count fifteen. How many were there last time? 14. Oh 15. 15. 15. I'm sensing a pattern. We have 15 more to name. Uh, so, where are we up? Hold on. Before too. you we start. We need another Kevin. Before you start, let's resolve something that I'm sure Zach wants to know about. Because Zach is mm -hmm. invisible. Or Crow is invisible, rather. Yep. Remember on the boat when they could see. Oh yeah, I remember Something. very well. Okay, I just wanted to make, make sure. Sense. Another echo of that episode here, as you uh -huh. feel your invisibility uh -huh. do nothing to save you from the dozens of eyes that fix on you as they reach for you, and everyone, including those of you who did not complete a short rest, roll me initiative. Okay. Goofsh. Goofsh. Who did, aside from Goofsh. Girl, who did, complete the short rest? did everyone complete one? No, nobody completed no one. Rest. It's not been an hour yet. Oh, fair enough. All right. Yeah, because Crow's still invisible. That's right. Good point. Oh, I see my initiative is back on normal pattern. <laughs> oh, boy. This is going to be. Mad one for cars. Real interesting, folks. Oh, golly. Uh... Let's. Let's start with trees. What'd you get, trees? I got a 19. 19, okay. Karzalek? Uh, two, uh, uh, natural one for two. Two, okay. Bart Fudd? A middle of the road 12. Middle of the road 12, okay. And Crow, important initiative for you here. 22. 22. Hey, look nice. at that. Okay. Let's see what happens here. First in the order. 
Round one. <clears throat> Crow is up. Okay, so I mean, looking at the map that our listeners, mm-hmm. of course, can't see, I see um, every square has a zombie in it in all directions. Yes. In the fiction, they were kind of suspended in on a little platform, so to Two speak. Two feet up. You know, it's like a stage almost. So are they... Is there space for me to run in between them? I Back will say, in this case, that while they are on these pedestals here, yes, because there is room for you to move yeah. to get in here. So yeah. I will and rule in this specific instance. Yet. They haven't moved yet. You yeah. rolled a 22 on initiative. Yes. So I'm going to say right now, yes, you can move out of here. I will make attacks of opportunity happen yeah. if you move out of a threatened space. So what's more important? Disengage and move or get further? I think mm-hmm. disengage and move. This is... Can somebody screenshot this so that yeah, we can so have this on the episode description or something? Also, catch all those uh, catch all those nat ones in the chat in the text on the. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Really. That was, that was hope, you guys. You guys, the dice made this happen for sure. I hope what a lot of things is crow just invisibly jumps on top of every single one of these and steps on all of their heads as she goes across <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine <laughs> zombies' heads trying to oh, run out of Still invisible the whole time. Okay. What you gonna do? I think. You know what? I don't think I can disengage and move. I think I have to try to double uh, dash and move. Okay, dash and take those attacks. But then only two of them can get you at one time if you're far away from the hall. It's better to only get two attacks later than get all of these as you run away, right? Because disengage means no opportunity attack. Well, this is getting a little gamey, but like, yeah. if I move down the hallway, I will be standing on one side or the other. They can just fill oh, in around shit. me, and yeah. I'd be surrounded. Yeah, they can do that. Far away. It's true. Right. This is a tactical decision, and I think that is is trying to get a little we, gamey here. But I know, do want a decision. Yeah, we do know. Yeah. I think from last time that they don't move very fast. They do not move very fast. This is no. true. So, so what I think I'm going to do is, um, I think even just in the fiction, the thought of getting surrounded is the worst possible. Thing. So, and you are surrounded um, right now. Yeah, I want to not be surrounded and not be close enough to be surrounded again. So I will take the dash action. Um, okay. And also kind of trusting in my my magic here, my shield, you know, stuff like that if I need it. Yep. Okay. So. Um, uh, yeah, I'll just, uh, I think I just move first, right? And then I dash you move, action and I will okay. see, yeah, I'll see how right. many you provoke. I think I have the number here. All right. Should we do it one square at a time to see if I die before I get to the end of the hall? Um, <laughs> no, I think you should just, I think you should move yourself because we'll, we'll just, we'll figure yeah. it out. Go ahead and move yourself to okay. your destination. So, it's five, 10, 15, 20, 25 of my movement gets me to here. Okay. Uh, just at the end of the first long hallway, mm-hmm. when the stucco bastards began. Yeah, I just don't ever say that I don't root for the player here. You can also move diagonally from this square to this square, not provoking 
uh, one attack of opportunity there. <laughs> Just okay. if you wanna, if you sure. wanna do that. Are you disengaging? No, no I'm dashing. Okay, not at all. You're just going full out. Just going, going full out. out. Okay, yeah. so you got disadvantage because you're. Go ahead and play. and move to your no, your full. You my... Your full movement is what I want to see here. Oh, uh, as if I uh, moved and dashed. Okay, so yes. that's twenty-five there. Uh, Thirty. Thirty-five. Forty. Forty-five. Fifty. Fifty-five. Sixty. I think I'll be here at the end. Go okay. back to the um the boar head, I think, yes, right? Yes, back to the boar head. Down the hallway, and raking hands of these zombie frogmen reach out for you as they all come alive, coated in stucco, raking at you. And I'm going to roll it here, because this is a lot of rolls. I believe this is mm-hmm. 11 attacks of opportunity coming in. Sure, no problem. Count Got it. it correctly. All good. I'm just gonna mac- I'll make a little roll command here. Uh, okay. All right. So we have a two, a thirteen. It's a miss. Mm-hmm. Six, thirteen, eleven. Those are all misses. A two, an eight, a six, and then a nat twenty. Yeah, I mean, it's then, kinda like, I think I would, I wouldn't know it's not 20, so I would cast shield there, even though it would okay. still hit me. Uh, I, you know, they're superficially raking across you, and then yeah. there's one that really digs in. Mm-hmm. I think that there's really going to be, what's your AC? Um, Before the shield spell, it's 20. And then after the shield spell, There are spell, three 25. hits, three hits coming in here if you don't cast shield. Yeah, so I'll, I'll cast a shield on the first one that I think still hits me because it's a nat 20. And okay. then hopefully the next two would, would mess. Yep. Okay, so with shield cast, boom, 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 all of them ricochet off of your form and they don't make a single point of contact against you. Even the natural 20 person doesn't. Uh, unless I'm misinterpreting the rules, is did we go over this? Yeah, uh, crits always uh, hit. Twenties always crits hit. Crits always hit. So yeah, in that case, always hit. Period. It always hit. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that cancels out your AC thing. Okay, gotcha. Well, mm-hmm. then that is one attack coming through with a total of and one <laughs> future Constitution. I was going to say, yeah, you almost made yep. it out. <laughs> you almost made it out. One future Constitution yeah. throw and. A pittance of two bludgeoning damage to you. That, yeah, it just you know, scrapes you. That's a, such a movie scene right there. You're running and you mm-hmm. get through all of them and one almost gets you. You use your magic and you get out and then one just like nicks the back of your like your arm or something a little bit. I mean, I, I kind of see it as like Crow dashes, you know, through this crowd of zombies and she Gets out and she's like, "Hey, I made it!" And then she looks down and there's like this nasty wound yeah. that she didn't know that nasty she got. Wound. Yep. Oh man. Well, now I got everybody. Started. Okay. Very nice. I am going to say for the pickle that you have gotten yourself into, I'm giving you a mark of heroism. Oh yeah, mark of foolishness you on my character might sheet. Need mm-hmm. it. Alrighty, next in the order, round one still, trees. 
Well, I was chilling in the chill zone. <laughs> um, I was you probably playing my song of rest. Anything. Yeah. Do I hear anything? I don't. I don't think so. Unless Crow no. has something to say. Other yeah, than... I probably um, have very. I have very low passive perception too. So. I don't think there's any chance that Crow would not just like shriek. Zombies! Hmm. <laughs> Zombies! <laughs> there's more of them. You know, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, so I heard that then? You, I, I think you heard it. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. Um, I uh, I was playing a chill tune on my loot. I dropped my loot. Be like, oh shit. Crow! Come to safety in the bubble! It's chill here! <laughs> As uh, I'm just gonna pull out my bow and arrow and hold an action in case I see an enemy come through the hall. Um, other okay. than that, I think I my priority is keeping up this chill zone because it's a safe space for us to be Got away it. from zombies. Um, that's my goal. Okay. I'm holding the action. Um, yeah, that's it. It's me. Got it. Um, all right, then next in the order, we're going to get a block of zombie turns here. Oh, and Crow is now visible because she casts shield. Uh, if, if it makes a difference. Okay. Um, what they all do is they start to surge down the hallway and shamble. They're moving kind of slow, as you said. Um, and make sure I get this right here. Yep. So first one moves is this one. It moves one, two, three, four. And it, it uh, dashes after you. Five, six, seven. And it arrives right on your heels, but it's stumbling and can't quite muster an attack. And uh, already one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, or eight. There you go. Another one kind of pushes its way through the crowd. It's a little bit ahead of its brethren, dashing out. Another one. Does the same, dashing. Uh, another one. This is thrilling radio right now. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six, seven, eight. And another zombie throws its body down the hallway towards you. And the last one, I believe, in this block here goes. There. And now it is Bart's turn. Effectively, for the listener here, that's like five zombies have made it kind of around the corner and are shuffling behind Crow. Some of them have made it up to Crow's actual square. Heckroni. All right, Bart. Crow! Crow! Bart's going to pick himself up and push his way out of the party bubble. And double move over to there, running to try to get in view to see what is happening and shouting the entire time. Crow, come this way. That's my turn. And is that where you reach? Yeah, with double move. And you don't quite get around the corner yet to see what's going on. All right. Next in the order, some more zombies. Yay. 
There's one. This is a lot to keep track of. Zambonis. There's another Zamboni. Is there basically three groups of zombies? No, they just rolled uh, in in big chunks. Yeah. I meant like in initiative order wise. Oh, in initiative order, yeah, pretty much. It looks like there's three big chunks of zombies. Um, that one makes its way as far up as it can, I believe. Um, actually, no, I'm, I messed up. I can move one square farther. Um, and then... They're just filling the hallway now behind you. Oh boy. That's not Heck. Another one. And finally in that block. What number is that one? That is eight. Okay. Next in the order, Karzalek Grotze. cards <laughs> wait sorry uh we have yes cars is gonna hear that and he's just he's gonna shoot up man he's <laughs> i think his first thought is what the crap like <laughs> what could have happened he's gonna whip out his sword and shield he's gonna just try to turn off any like sense of like thinking extraneously beyond okay we're gonna be fighting here he's gonna dash He's going to dash, let's see, I think he has 50, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Take a look down this hallway and see and Crow. You just, yeah, there's Crow and 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, oh, 6, 7, shit. 8, 9, They're 10, 11, 12 frogmen zombies. <laughs> and they are all covered in stucco. Like, remember the stucco figurines in the first room? These look like those, but patchy and weird. And, like, the insides have people on the inside. Just... Just like, yeah, he just sees Crow bolting down the hallway with them in tow. His, that, his jaw just drops, uh, and it's like... Sorry, that, that AI art that you posted, Zach, of the figurines. Oh, yeah. That, when you posted that, I was like, I fucking hope they go in that room and we get a scene <laughs> of this. I really I hope. Please. Yeah, that one, that's what they fucking look like here with some bloody patches missing. All right. Cars is, I mean, he's just... I mean, he doesn't know what other, other option there is. He's going to plant his feet at the entrance of this hallway. He's just going to shout, Crow! And, like, you know, kind of like, egging <laughs> around, like, come on! Like, get, you can do it! Get over here! Um, And I mean, I'm pretty sure they're not going to come anywhere close in the next turn, but he will be ready to strike the first one. He's going to write an action to hit the first one that does okay. come within his range. Okay. Got it. Um, I think you can't technically ready an action after dashing right oh that's right never mind sorry i forgot okay he's gonna just yell at crow like come on you ready yourself in a stance like come on and you 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 know skid to a stop in your plate armor he's he's staring down the hallway they are uh you know 50 feet away from you at this point there's not a lot of time okay next in the order after cars elect guess what more zombies Hmm. (laughs) that's as far as that one can get just wading through its brethren. Um, and then this one's going to 
pylon at the end there. And then <laughs> this one is going to pylon at the end. Actually, it can one, two, three, four, five. Yeah, it can fit into there, ramming its way through. And then the final one just just has to go at the end and cannot go forward. We have a two by two line of zombies going down a 10 foot wide hallway now. Uh, it's pretty spectacular. Um, all right, that is the end of round one. Round two, Crow, you are up. There's three that are threatening you. You got two options in terms of passageways in front of you, and I love <laughs> this. You could go back towards your friends, or you could fit through a tiny passageway that definitely would slow them down, and then go towards where a mysterious light and a pit filled with skeletons is. <laughs> hmm, friends or <laughs> Charnel So, bit. so you go <clears throat> down the hallway towards the the pit <clears throat> and the light, and <laughs> yeah. yeah, go ahead. Sorry, guys. No. Um, no, I think I'm not even going to disengage and move. I'm going to move and take some swings. Like, I think okay. quickly she realizes I got bit. It's over for yeah. me now. I might as well go down swinging. So okay. uh, she is going to, let's see. Um, I need to take a spell right quick. Mm, darn it. Okay, cool. Um, would you say we are in a dimly lit hallway? Or uh, hallway? There's actually unlit, completely unlit, okay. because doesn't Bart have a way of seeing? Yep. Uh, now with that, so you guys are full dark vision all the time. Cool. Uh, she is going to cast uh, Shadow Blade as a bonus action, which okay. causes her um, her free hand to get a shadowy rapier in it mm. and she will stab at the uh closest one i believe which okay. is probably the one right there to her left okay and there we go all right um, roll that back they don't have a very high ac <laughs> you are a jerk. <laughs> what is it? it. Uh, a 10 might still hit, though, because they're a zombie. A 10 does still hit this zombie. Okay. Go ahead and deal your damage. Okay, cool. So this is a 2d8 uh, psychic damage. Okay. Actually, it would have been a, a, an advantage tack roll, so let me roll the second one. Okay, might roll in that uh, 20. Whenever you're not in a lit environment, it is right, right. an advantage. Okay, so 16 on the second one. Better. Still no a regular crit. hit. Okay, I don't think I've ever used this. So let me double check. So. I'm using it right. Um, yeah, 2d8 psychic damage. Ooh. I would still 2D8. add my dex. Huh. Yep, okay, so it's 2d8 psychic plus uh, 3. All right. Very cool. 2d8 plus 3 is a good chunky hit. Yeah, 12 psychic damage 
I attack your oh, mind, the zombie. Okay. And hopefully it does something. <laughs> its head sort of like ripples and some of the flesh and stucco around it sort of flakes off and its mind itself is rippling with energy. All right. It's still up, I assume. So. It's still up. Yep. Um, yeah. And then she will move back, taking... Probably three, three attacks from AOOs, exactly. Okay, and yep. your AC is 19? 20. 20, okay. I'll remember that someday. Natural 20. Oh, boy. Okay, well, it's not a named zombie, so it's just going to be double damage. So that'll be 2d6 <clears throat> plus one bludgeoning damage coming your way. Cool. It's a six and a one, so that is eight bludgeoning damage to Crow. Good. Oh, fine. We got two sort of. more attack of opportunities coming in. Mm -hmm. uh, it's a 14 on the die. It's going to be a miss. Uh, miss. Okay. Two misses and a natural 20. Another natural 20. No, no, no. Sorry. Two on, misses zombies. and a natural 20. All right. So that is the end of your turn, I would imagine. Yes, Bonus action, mm -hmm. standard action, move action. So mm -hmm. then next in the order will be Tree's Rumble Mountain. I suppose I will continue to hold my uh, knocked arrow waiting for something. I hear Tree's, or I hear Crow screaming. I saw Bart and Cars go skittering towards the hall. But yeah, Dap is there. I'm just going to keep holding the thing, right? Because I should keep holding the bubble so we can come back here. Or are we like trying to fight them in the hall? I guess I shout to uh, the others. I'm like, should I come out or are we? Are you guys coming back? I think cars would shout back. We have to hold them here. We can't let them swarm us like they did in this bigger hall. So sh sh should I come out or? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think I'm just gonna keep We could use a hand. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, should I come out, guys? I guess it's really up to you. I think, I mean, cars we're definitely just trying to face them down in the corridor, basically. Yeah, we're tactically, to... cars wants to stall them here. And if trees, if trees can do stuff from over there, that's a help, awesome. But if, yeah, if there's not much, like, yeah, it might be better yeah. to come join. I mean, the if we all come in my bubble, they can swarm the bubble, they can't get in the bubble, and we can just stab them from inside. Oh. Is my point. You know, they can't get inside exactly? the bubble. Except for Dap is outside the bubble. It's a dome of force. No objects can force. get through it or Sorry, Dad. I was about yeah. to I was literally just about to Google Tree's mystical party. <laughs> <laughs> so, Let me put it in the um, chat and read it thank for the you. Uh, audience. Thank yeah. you. Because I have Ten now foot replaced radius, that immobile in my brain. dome of force springs into existence around and above you and remains stationary for the duration. Felons, if you leave its area, nine creatures of medium size or smaller can fit inside the dome with you. Um, the spell fails if the area includes a larger creature, like Dap, or more than nine creatures. Creatures and objects within the dome, when you cast the spell, you move through it freely. All other creatures and objects are barred from passing through it. Mm. Spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. The atmosphere in inside the space is right. comfortable and dry and chill, regardless yeah. of the weather outside. <laughs> Until the spell ends, you can command the interior to become blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's pretty much okay, it. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, that is, I think, 
you know, obviously a little bit up to interpretation, but pretty unambiguous about certain things. Like, shit doesn't get through the dome. Um, yeah. So I think I'm going to shout to the rest of the game, I'm like, it's very chill in here. If you guys want to come back, it'll, it'll be chill. And they, they, they can't get in in the chill zone. But, you know, I'll come out if you want. But I guess... If, if, unless they really tell me, give me a good reason to come out, I'm gonna yeah. keep holding my knocked arrow, waiting for an enemy to shoot. You you think that Crow and Bart and Karzalek understand that they can't be hit if they're inside it? Didn't this already happen where we were inside, we were being attacked by like Plep in that dome? Like, we right. experienced that some did of these kinds of things. One hit I, at least, yeah. you were safe the whole fight. Yeah, because yeah, you were bugs. in the dome. The yeah. flies. And we've done like long rests flies, in it yeah. and stuff. I feel like the the powerfulness of the dome has probably been communicated at this point. Okay, so then way. yeah, so but then really, it's else. tactically, I think for, for what it's worth, both of those are good ideas. Hold at the choke or hold in this invulnerable dome. Um, but if I come outside the dome, the dome is done, and it takes me ten minutes or a third level spell slot in one minute. So so it's like, it, yeah. yeah, either I come out or I stay in and we use the dome, but I can't do much if I'm inside other than shoot arrows, but we'll be protected. So I'm gonna keep holding. Okay, Trees holds the dome as, as conversation is had about whether or not to utilize it. Next up is a big chunk of zombies. So um, there's gonna be four, five, six. Uh, it's gonna surge past you a little bit, seven, and still be around you there, uh, as well as four more. So, uh, gonna get tough here. Uh, I can't even see which one this is. Um, there it is. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, and then three. Uh, that one didn't have to dash. Or did it? No, it did. It did. All these things are having to dash. Um, Twelve. there and then five goes one two three and arrives there now we are at Bart's turn oh my gosh fucking zombies they're coming down the hall they're streaming towards y'all now you're you're right right up close to them thinker it's a thinker bart is gonna s step up behind uh karzalek 
and shout to Crow to get, get to the door. Get to the door, Crow. And he's going to try to pull Crow five feet closer with telekinesis okay. if you would like to move. Oh, thank you. South. I will not resist. Thank you. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and then. Okay. Pulled back. Whoosh. Uh, then part twelve. I, mean, I, I kind of see it happening all the time to- at the same time, right? You're you're moving closer and closer. They're at your heels and you, you keep moving and you see Bart and he sort of like zooms in and you move a little bit faster. How do I see that happen? I'll uh, thorn whip one of them as one as well. Thorn whip? Yes. The front runner one? Um. Yeah, sure. That makes sense. Okay, go ahead and roll your attack. That's an 18 to hit. That's a hit. Roll your damage. Uh, seven points of piercing damage. Seven points of piercing damage. Got it. And I will uh, not choose to pull it. I'll just let it be. Okay, you just lacerate its body, contributing to its ultimate demise. All right, so is that the end of your turn? It will be the end of my turn. Okay, this is going to be gnarly, I think. Let's see. These are all ones catching up from behind. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And we're to zombie number seven. And we go... Where are you, seven? There you are, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. And then we go to zombie number two, which can just pile on in the back. And we go to zombie four, which also piles on in the back. This is a really weird way to play D&D. <laughs> um, zombie number nine. One, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. They can all, I think, just move right up to the back at this point. They're, they're stopped up. They're losing movement squares each round. Um, next would be... Same there. Good lord. Now it is Karzalek's turn as I'll neaten up these squares here. Okay. If, yeah, okay. Well, okay. So, going back to Plep's fight, should I, I'm down to take the liberty that Trees communicated the nature of the sphere because I know in the plep fight, Cars was like literally for the entire fight, like cracked out of his mind. You were not um, paying attention to that. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> I would, I would, I would imagine that, of course, you know, in downtime, they explain like what happened and stuff. So, y'all want to book it to the bubble? Yes. Okay. Book it. I'm down. Cars. Is everybody is... in agreement with, about that then? Yeah. Yeah. So. Book. I reckon so. I think mechanically at this point what's going to happen is a certain number of bonus uh, of uh, attack of opportunities are going to happen to crow as crow specifically runs away but the rest of you i think are at a point with distance and turn order i'm looking at this here where you would all be able to make it back into this dome of force okay can dap 
is, well, is Cars' animal, speak with animals, still up from his yeah. charge? And could he yell adapt to get to book it back towards the pond room? Um, do you think we could do that, but was Dap included in this dome when it was cast? No. Dap no. can't be, and if Dap was, the spell would fail, actually. Oh, because of his size category? Yeah, there's no large. Wow, okay. No large well, then you can definitely no. yell no. with your speak, at, speak with animals spell, which is coming in clutch, I bet, right now, to yeah. run. You can run. definitely do that. Um, okay. He, he I, mean, I think, you know, replies back to you like, what, 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 what? And just more zombies. Just more zombies. Oh, and his eyes go fully wide and they blink aggressively a couple of times. He flicks his tongue out a little bit, licks his lips, and then just out of turn here, flavor wise, just wadoosh, jumps and starts booking it. Yeah. Um, and cars will yell back that they're good. They'll, they'll take care of it because they have a chill zone. Okay. <laughs> and Don't then worry, the we'll I am going to roll two attacks of opportunity against mm -hmm. Crow, and now one against Dap as he passes by the surge of zombies as they flood into the room. Cool. Can it I sounds put like from, Sorry. Yeah, it sounds okay. like from your chat here in Roll20 that the plan is <laughs> to everybody get in the bubble, and you're unanimous about this. Well, that's so right. I've, Mm. Thought a couple of moves ahead, and I think that's going to happen. Does does Cars really want Dap to run, or is this the old yeller moment where you know Dap's <laughs> not going to make it, so you got to just make it quick? Nah, <laughs> Cars is definitely like, I mean, Cars is definitely going to tell Dap to get out. I run. mean, as long as as yeah. long as he has the ability <sighs> to like, like interact with his mount in like yeah in a humanistic way, he's definitely going to feel that investment in it to like. Dap yeah. understands enough to run and, and at this point when you say zombies i don't think he knows the word but with the fear in your voice he reads it and he just starts flopping out of there a three on the die on the attack against dap and i'm gonna roll two attacks against crow that's a miss and a miss and you guys can all go back inside the bubble so as they're oh, like running back oh. in like slow motion, I'm just like firing arrows at the horde of zombies chasing behind them, just like going out right over their shoulder and stuff. Yeah, and it it is landing true, and you guys will we see as this wall of zombies crashes against the dome and claws and uses all of their might trying to break through you reduce them to a pile of corpses. Holy shit, guys, I gotta be honest, I didn't realize how strong this spell was. <laughs> it's really coming in handy. There's like a couple of feet high wall oh God, of bodies mounded Holy up moly. on the side of Are the these wall. ones all nicely dressed as well? These ones are actually uh, wearing only loincloths, it seems, underneath the stucco that coats their skin. Uh, like, they look like when the temple here was new, that the stucco veneer was nice, and now it's corroded a lot away and revealed that underneath these statues were actual bullywugs. We did it! This is a good uh, AoE farming 
Thing. AOE farming. Exactly. <laughs> like, let's just go cast that in every little intersection, and then yeah. I'll yeah. sneak forward and see if any I've been thinking of that for weeks. I'll do it, but I haven't said anything. We'll give Carl. That's just good party composition right there. That that's just good strategy. Throw a pot in a ladle and tell her to just march down each hallway, banging that pot. Yeah. You hear footsteps. She runs back. I'll turn yeah. into a horse. I'll turn into a horse. You can ride my back. We'll just ride like through these hallways at breakneck speed I while you bang the pot. Yep, <laughs> and then we'll bring them all back here and kill everything at once. So the the only problem <laughs> comes, you know, if like they don't come and hang out next to your murder bubble. That's or the only place like where you're like gonna a run into a problem. Clep has to spell magic or something, and that's just yeah, clap. exactly. <laughs> We're not um, calling it trees murder bubble. Okay. Oh, trees! The chill zone. Super Not chill murder zone. Yeah. Uh -huh. All right. So, <laughs> just getting slowly more blood soaked. I, my, yeah. my question for cars yeah. is: When you tell Dap to run, do you do the whole like, "Go on, get"? We don't want you anyways. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, like, back. "Go on, get." I love you dearly as a friend, and I'll be back for you. I swear. Go on now, get. Amazing. Okay. <laughs> Talk to me about what happens next, as you guys are now not benefited from a short rest. We do. Do we get experience? <laughs> you do get experience. You do. Okay, so uh, hold on. Uh, that would be um, that'd be a seven hundred and fifty divided by four. Uh, One hundred eighty-seven. Uh, yeah, one hundred eighty-seven experience uh -huh. for each of you. Uh, go ahead and add that. To wow, your we're rich. You're keeping track. Um, shit. 187.5? 187.5. I don't think mm -hmm. we're doing the rounding up or down. You just, just do 187, you know, I guess round well, down. Yeah. 11,086. Mm -hmm. And unsurprisingly, that is the same amount of XP we got for 15 zombies last session. Last time. So I have a question, because we're getting, I think, long in the session here. Um... You guys want to do something else besides zombies? Because I do. No, this is fine. No, you want to do okay, more con saves. Um, there's going to be one constitution saving throw that we have to do. Yes, before we move on. So if you're ready to do that now, then yep. that's what's going to happen. Oh, we don't have a short rest, so I can't give you inspiration. That's fine. I'll just make myself. Be fine. You got this. All right. Go ahead. Right. Easy. Easy roll. Con save, right? All right. Constitution saving throw. DC 11. It's not even that high. We just all roll. 17. 17. Pro, I think this is up to you, uh, but how do you treat the wound? I think I remember, like, you know, training with poisons and stuff. So it's like, I just take my own firebolt spell and like cauterize my wound with it cauterize. just like sizzle it shut and burn up any any gross it probably leaves like a really nasty permanent mark see yep and where is that on your body i don't know let's let's, let's leave it up to the dice to have a way of doing that okay um i have my body die in my car um i have a on. thing you have a d6 you can do a appendage per d6 I mean, it might not be an appendage. Just uh, it might be. Yeah. You can do butt. a D4 head, shoulders, knees, and toes. Just look up body parts, body parts dice roller. It's, it's a thing. Um, <laughs> Inside it. the crook of my left. Body parts elbow. dice roller. Okay. Yeah. 
There's are something you all ready? Yeah, yeah, go for it. Me to roll for where this hits you. It's just gonna be super <laughs> dramatic. Yes, yes, yes. I'm it's just like gonna withhold it. Like, we we would notice if it was one of those really dramatic things. I'm gonna roll for a a uh, external body part. You know, like a, an arm or a not hair. I got hair when I rolled. <laughs> <laughs> it's your foot. It's your foot. Aww. I think that you have. Um, as you were running away, one of them like fell and reached out and grabbed your foot and like around the ankle, and you have like this grasp mark on your ankle. Yeah. That imagine she like strips off her boot and like around. lights up her own foot. It's like really disturbing. Like, gotta burn my foot. Burn it out. We all got matching marks now. Well. <laughs> Yours looks well, the best though, Crow. <laughs> I feel okay. I think I got it in time. Glad you're safe. That was crazy. Holy shit. Gotta admit, this, um... This murder zone's a great thing, Trees. I don't know why you keep calling it the murder zone. I it mean, just take a look at those bodies up. right there. I am aware, but I try, it's supposed to be chill in here, like the air. I, we were just doing a lot of stabbing. I don't think that's very chill. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. TMZ. Freeze <laughs> murder zone. Well, yeah, maybe uh, only while we're in this dungeon, it's the murder zone. All right. <laughs> that's fair. We call it temporarily murder zone. The TMZ. <laughs> TMZ. Temporarily, <laughs> it's a murder zone. And somewhere, oh. Grom Waits is typing into his text document about Tree's murder zone. Tree's oh, murder yeah. zone. Oh, my. Cars okay. would definitely ask uh, Crow what she had seen thus far before the uh, horde of zombies. Okay. I think that, unless you have object to this, you you relay um, that information. Yeah. You get that yeah. information as perfectly as Brilliant. we possibly Flop. could imagine. Mm-hmm. So, you know that there are the following things. There's a hallway to the right that goes to a pit with skeletons in it. There's a bench that looks like it used to be above ground, looking out on some sort of view of an external area. Um, the walls there are made of, like, deposits from the Bulabadur Basin above. There's a triangular pillar that looks like it rotates. All of that looks like it was put in after the fact uh, that the pit and the pillar. There's a hallway that used to be filled with stucco-covered zombies, and it has a bronze door at the end of it. That's dead ahead. There's a eagle statue with a gold shiny thing inside its mouth that no one has poked yet. I'm very sad that no one's poked that yet. Um, <laughs> then there's also another hallway to your left that just goes on and forks again. So really, you could go one, two, three, four different places right now. So many options. Or you could rest. Like fools. Like <laughs> Like a bunch of wusses. Honestly, I feel alright. We could we could move on. This this is a lot of dead bodies. Yeah, let's let's get away from the piles of corpses. It's gross. Hey, I think I've got one last push in me. Let's try to make our way to a place that smells better. Yes. Okay. We move onwards. 
I'm gonna say one hour I think, I think has passed. Yeah. But no short rest one hour. No short rest has, has transpired. Fight. Yeah, exactly. Cool. The exploration, the fight. Now, I'm also not going to make you take the poison damage because you didn't have an hour of exposure to the gas. Except for did. Or... Well, <laughs> you didn't have exposure to it for a full hour, which is what it takes to have to save against it. You can run hither but and yon. Somebody as long did. As you are not. Yeah. Another oh, name character. character. <laughs> um, <laughs> what, is, what is the role for for a die again? Uh, that would be a, I believe, a Constitution saving throw. Let me scroll to the top of my Google Doc here. Back to the very beginning, the fundamentals, the poisonous gas. Yeah, go ahead and roll a con save. Okay, I think frogs have a zero con mod. Okay. Hey, not bad. To get 14. a 14. Dap gets a 14. Uh, let's see here. Sturdy little frog. Well, sturdy big you, frog. You um, you don't take very much here. I, I, I might be doing this wrong. Am I doing this wrong? Hold on. I don't remember making there. saves before. I thought yeah, it was just like exactly. a D6 that we took. I think that that is exactly what it was. Spent an hour. Hold that makes on. sense. Uh, not to not to. No, no, I think I am I'm, I'm, I was misreading. <laughs> oh, sure. Not yep, I was misreading that. Let's just, let's rewind. No saving throw necessary. My bad. It is just 1d6 for every hour spent in the gas. That's four poison damage to old Dapperoo. I can work with that. Okay. I can work with that. So, that, all, all that housekeeping now. done. You guys are free to move. Um, I think I could use a wand heal before we getting more danger though okay assuming that's our resource yeah so uh table talk wise we have 14 on the wand i wouldn't mind a wand heal either if we're gonna move forward without a short rest um would anybody else want wand heal if we're gonna just keep moving or um what are we doing i think i'm fine more or less cars and dap are doing good yeah, I'm at 19 out of 31, so I could use one. Oh, yeah, you, one. you could definitely use one. All right, I uh, hook you up for sure. Thank you. That's a D8. I rolled an 8. Plus nice. my 3 is 11 points. Cool. I'm at almost max 30 out of 31. Oh, nice. Okay, so I won't do that. Yep. I do probably... actually like the idea of just relocating the murder zone to the next unknown spot. And <laughs> literally doing the Paul Revere, or I guess bring out your dad, really. Is what right. Um, well, what happens here, folks? We go into the hallway. Are you bringing that back with us? Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> okay, you go and you get Dap. I get the Dap. I think, I think okay. you might see some disappointment from Crow. He's <laughs> trying to hide it, but. Dap's really back, well. baby. <laughs> Dap is back. Dap, oh, Dap, good. Dap ain't going nowhere. Dap made it. Good. <laughs> ready for Dap. What? What? Uh, he's, a, he's a strong one. He is. I feel he's going to be with us for a, for quite a long time. I okay. I wouldn't bet on that, but uh, maybe. <laughs> so y'all are going in this hallway. Talk to me about marching order. Probably crow in front, because you know one that knows where we're sure. going. Sure. 
I'll never trigger any traps or wake up anything. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, which way do we want to go? Towards the door or explore the other open? I think exploring the other open passages makes more sense. Yes. Sure. So to the left, down the big hallway. Let's all meet in the set. Let's meet in like this little the the murder zone question mark. The yeah, intersection where the eagle mm. is with the shiny thing. Which on closer inspection, now that you're all right here, <laughs> I can tell you what it is. Um, party zone. Oh, you can't do mage hand through party zone, can you? No, spells do not can work we, across it. We you can poke melee weapons on zombie heads it. that don't have any brains. I don't think so. Could tie a rope around the little metal thing. Maybe. We could get into that in a moment. Pull it. But let's see here. So, hold on. Where the hell is this thing? Where the hell is it? Okay. There's a bracelet inside there. It is gold surrounding in intricate geometric patterns. These different colored rocks. Minerals, it looks like. <laughs> it looks also, to you magic users, pretty dang magical. Yeah, it does. And that's what's grab in it. the mouth of it. That's what's in the mouth. You see there's a clear hinge of some sort yeah, so in the mouth that looks shot. like it could close. I'm sure it's just, you know, it's just the give it tension so it won't drop whatever it's holding. That's the only reason there's a hinge there. Mm-hmm. So someone bust an Indiana Jones on it. Like, do the thing where we swap it out with, like, a East, like a kind of similar-sized rock. Like a plane yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, actually. I volunteered mm. to do that. I Yay! Give this a shot, too. Woo! We have a sacrifice. We volunteer. <laughs> Are you going to do the uh, party zone? Like, you know, right up next to it. So I basically oh, yes. just have my hands <laughs> outside of it. <laughs> are we setting up the party this, zone in, in this is why we go long thing? sometimes this is great i love zone. it the late game the thinking zone. right right it's the, the murder, murder zone, zone. yar it's the it's temperature the... of blood in the murder zone i think Alrighty, it's the then. trap <laughs> manipulation zone <laughs> trap right. manipulation zone um, all right go it's ahead gonna and take me 11 minutes to ritually cast the the murder zone again, <laughs> but I would like to do it in the uh, in the junction of these corridors, mm -hmm. so that like anything would have to go through our zone to get yeah, through. Yeah, I like it. Um, Got it. But I we can all get through no problem. So, okay. Yeah. I go and do that. All right. I think well. we probably see like Crow walking in an impatient circle, like wanting to grab it so bad. For eleven minutes, <laughs> and you wait until it finishes. Yep, it's a very like long song that Trees has to play. Uh, I'm like, come on, come on, I come just, on! I just can't get in tune. It's the the weird atmosphere down here. <laughs> you have to start over one time. Everybody, quiet! Okay. Hold on. <laughs> and you guys all have to be within the spell when I cast it, so you have to stay close to me for okay, a little so everybody, bit. Uh, <laughs> We're missing crow. I'll put crow in there. Oh, thank okay. you. And Dab's just outside, big frog eyes, looking on sadness, <laughs> like the like like the dog locked outside on the yeah, exactly like a here. dog at a sliding glass door. <laughs> like, hey, I see you in there. <laughs> Actually, okay. Dab technically can't because the walls are opaque. 
Oh. And I will choose like the closest color to like the walls. So it's just like right. a weird opaque bubble. Yeah, it's like a beige-ish gray bubble. Okay. Interesting. Well, cool. we've bubbled up. It is point. Super chill in here now. Or super chill for murdering. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Murderous. Leave my rapier out because uh, that's what the murder zone is for. To, to poke through. Um, so, Crow. Grab that stuff. Get grab that, that stuff, yo, Crow. Bracelet. Yeah, so basically I'm trying to find something I can wedge in. Even just like, uh, I don't know, something I can stick through. That's the same width of the bracelet. Mm-hmm. So it can't close once I pull the bracelet out. Okay. If it even so comes you, out, I mean. Do you look around here for that kind of an object? Or you have one in your inventory I mean, you got in like mind? A dagger. A dagger might okay. work. Oh, so wait, is, me what is it looks inside like. the party zone? It looks like it is inside the party oh, zone. I didn't realize so that's the party was. zone. Or sorry, it's right uh, it's outside right, it's right the here. party zone. Yeah. It's one oh, square. Okay. It's like I can reach through and still reach it and not. I thought actually. it was yeah. the one yeah. right yeah. at the T right here. No, no, no. It's All right, right so what here. we see is uh, Crow's upper body comes out of the party zone. <laughs> Perfect. And it's just floating there from the outside view, and you are like uh. contemplating your tools, and you come to a resolution that you are going to. I think, I think a dagger is going to work. Okay. Slide that in there. Can I make sure it feels stable? Um, okay. Yeah, that's my you best. Slide the dagger in. I think you yeah. slide this dagger in. Uh-huh. And immediately the jaws snap shut. Oh, the dagger is pinned mm-hmm. exactly where it is, and the jaw shuts, completely encasing that necklace, bracelet. Sorry, whatever. So it's it. like gripping it very tightly. Or I can no longer. It reach is it. no longer reachable as the jaw shuts. Okay. Good thing that wasn't your hand. That's what I'm thinking too. Uh, well, that's time to try a different tactic. Can we pry open okay. its jaws? We have half a shovel, don't we? Do you have a mage hand? <laughs> half a shovel. Oh, yes, I know. Uh, We've got at least half a shovel. We do have half a shovel. I've got a crowbar, too. Wait, did yes. I give that to you, Crow? I think I did. You've got my crowbar? Um, sure. <laughs> I think sure. if you remember giving it to me, then I do. I think so, but we've got a crowbar, a crowbar amongst us. Okay. And what do you do? <laughs> I think we're just letting the greed become you know, take over our uh, our uh-huh. wisdom here. Trying it open. Trying it open with the crowbar. Okay. Who is doing the prying? Can I help, oh. Crow? <laughs> If I stay um, inside the zone somehow, can I like help give her leverage? Uh, it's it's like kind of up on the yeah. wall outside of the bubble. So I, I think you have to feet. leave it. To... <laughs> I don't know if that's the best way to, to pry it open. So you try prying it open and it it's really difficult and you just you, you just can't seem to get it. But 
you think that maybe you could, after you, you chip away a little bit of the stone, you think you might be able to destroy it. Yeah. Let's wreck it! I kind of like, yeah, I just kind of wipe my hands on my clothes and gesture over my shoulder to Cars, like, you're up! <laughs> Alright, Cars just, that not knowing the subtleties of the mechanics, he steps up and, uh, yeah, I guess he'll find, like, a fist-sized rock and just start smacking this thing? Okay, something from the <laughs> rubble in the, the area, crowbar. and you just start... Crowbar, cars. Crowbar. Crowbar. I know oh, yeah. Like, I know <laughs> we're, we're, we're civilized people here, and he takes the crowbar and begins to, like, just ruthlessly, barbarically smash this thing. After oh, using a, a really good smashing right. rock for a minute, your your team convinces you to use the crowbar after you give a brief lecture on dwarven smashing rocks and how, you know, you used to have one. And it was the best kind of mining. You know, you know the dwarves originally mined all the way from the core of the earth just by smashing rocks to go finally use the crowbar. Back, back in my day! Back in my day! Yeah. Um, and you, uh, you eventually are able to make some real good hits against this thing. Go ahead and roll me an attack, Karselek. An attack? An attack. Um, okay, should I just uh, shoot? Just use your, your whatever weapon you have. Okay, I'm just using the sword. Use just gonna use this, we're gonna just bop it with the sword. Uh, where is it? There's about da 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 Okay, you you hit it right on the seam of the two sides of the beak, and how much slashing damage do you do to it? Eight. Um, yeah, it just clangs off the thing, and you think, oh, you know what? This is this this is does not gonna work to smash this thing with a sharp weapon. Uh, or sorry, are you using the the crowbar? And I just said it was. Slashing. Sorry, that's I apologize. My I use I use that the, should I, be bludgeoning. bludgeoning. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. It, it notes here specifically that if you don't deal bludgeoning damage, it doesn't do anything to it. <laughs> it's so. like using a rapier to stab it repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I got confused there. So you reach down with the crowbar and you strike a, a key point on it and you deal how many points of damage? Eight. Eight bludgeoning. Bludgeoning. <laughs> bludgeoning damage. Eight bludgeoning damage. Okay. You can go ahead and attack again if you'd like. Let's do it. Let's just keep swinging at this thing. Oh shit! That that's swinging at ten for nine bludgeoning. And you clang off the side and don't do anything. And this process continues for some time as Cars like it's not even moving. How did you miss it? You missed the vulnerable point, but eventually you are able to free the beak from the top, and nothing got stuck in it. And inside you find. A golden circlet. It's a bracelet of rock magic you are able <gasps> to identify when you bring it back inside. Ooh. It originally was an earring or some other small piece of stone giant jewelry. Ooh. So there's these geometric shapes encasing these different colored stones. It would fit around a small humanoid's or medium humanoid's wrist. And why don't we have somebody here read to us what a bracelet of rock magic does? I got it right here. Uh, wondrous item, very rare, requires attunement. While you wear this gold bracelet, it grants you immunity to being petrified. 
and it also allows you to cast Flesh to Stone, save DC 15, as an action. Once the spell has been cast three times, the bracelet can no longer cast it. Thereafter, you can cast Stone Shape as an action. After you have done this 13 times, the bracelet loses its magic and turns from gold to lead. There is a curse. Do I read the curse? Mm-hmm. The bra- curse. The bracelet's affinity with earth manifests as an unusual curse. Creatures of flesh that are strongly related to earth and stone, such as stone giants and dwarves, have advantage on the saving throw against flesh to stone cast from the bracelet. If such a creature saves is successful, the, cr- the bracelet breaks your attunement to it and casts the spell on you. You make your saving throw with disadvantage, and on a failed save, you are petrified instantly. That's it. So... It's a bracelet of turning things from flesh to stone and stone into other things. And if you accidentally were to use it against something with stony properties, bad things would happen to you, probably. Yeah, so don't, none of you get any funny ideas petrifying cars, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing a crowbar can't fix. <laughs> all right. Sick. Who wants More it? More loot. Who wants, to, who wants to be potentially cursed? I feel like it's got your name on it already, cars. <laughs> I I I'm not familiar with these. With I mean, this. you tried to smash it with a rock, right, to get it open. Well, I mean, it, it was a dolphin smashing rock. I mean, it was it was a proper rock for the for the job. Yeah, honestly, I feel like I know a lot about random stories and tales, but I've never heard of a dwarven smashing rock before. Well, tell it's you what, first for me. If we make it out of here alive, I will I'll gladly elucidate you to the 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 secrets of dwarven kind but i honestly I, I don't know how i'm not familiar with these magical trinkets and baubles and attunement i i wouldn't do i couldn't do anything with this beyond well look quite dapper i guess one of you take it i look at the others <laughs> what makes sense table talk wise for anything he said oh, only a dwarf it. would have one part of the advantage, or that's one part of the curse. No, no, like, like, like if you curse. if you target a dwarf with it, it's bad. Yeah, oh, okay. you target something that's that basically I rule okay. has some sort of stone-like yeah. property. So, like, if trees had it and tried to petrify cars, cars would have advantage on the saving throw, and it would I believe if, so. Right. Yeah, if he saves, it backfires, and trees would have to actually make a saving throw with disadvantage against flesh to stone. And that would be hilarious. I do that. You're my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I don't know. You guys want to roll for it? You guys want to delegate it to somebody? What's going to happen here? I mean, so technically it does use. Does it say it has a save associated with it, or does it use your spell save? It says save right. DC 15. Saves okay, so it does have them as a save. Yeah. So it doesn't matter who uses it really then. So then it's really anybody. It's an action. It's a consumable, save. right? You yeah. Know, it, it, it's not a forever item. Stone yeah, so I mean... Skin. That's good for, like, melee kind of characters and stuff, it's not, right? It's not stone. Is it stone skin? Oh, it was flesh it? to stone. No, no, no. Flesh to oh, stone, which okay, is... Okay, that's um, my bad. Yeah. Flesh to yeah, stone is a 60-foot range spell to turn a creature into stone. Um, so remember, you just fought these stucco-coated mm-hmm. zombies, right? What could have happened to them? Is Flesh to Stone concentration? Uh, it is a concentration spell up to one minute. Yes. Okay. 
maybe me, I guess, or Crow, because Bart is often doing like conjuring. Yeah, I'm concentrating on things a lot of the time. So I I I am too, but like I have, I can play around with that. But I like. I I mean, that's why Karis takes six. He never concentrates on spells. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I have a. Well, like you have a high con too. I mean, you're in the front line all the time, so it's not the best. But this, this is true. Um. If we do, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a point where I'm gonna have I, I'm gonna have cars be definitely directly interacting with y'all because I imagine this would be a an RP, a powerful necessary RP segment where cars yeah. is like I have this bracelet and but I can totally see how magic works, cars. Yeah, there's no yeah. in there, there's no there's no instruction manual for this. There's no how does this thing work? Yeah. I will pretend to teach Cars the basics of magic, even though I don't even know how my magic really works. <laughs> and then Cars, not knowing any better, will be like, "Oh, I think exactly. I think I feel it. I, I think I know what you I mean." Have to play an instrument, okay? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you just have to like hum to yourself and like imagine things are gonna happen. You know. I see. Oh, just one, just like how my mother used to sing hum songs to me. Yeah, you sleep. just like imagine somebody being a rock person now. You know. Oh well. If I'd known magic was so easy, I would have, I would have started this much earlier. Thank yeah. you, trees. I guess you just <laughs> needed to circle it, you know, and a good teacher. <laughs> All right, um, cars will, he'll he'll rock this uh, he'll he'll rock this circlet. All right, so it's like a bracelet around your wrist now. You got these like geometric you gotta tune to it stone beads. Right. You gotta attune to it. Oh yes, and attuning like that's done. That's done over like. Yeah, sure. next rest, okay. Yeah, so that's that's Karzalek learning how to use it. Yeah, so, or during, I guess, our next rest would be when I teach him some of that magic. If we ever have one. If, if we ever, ever have one. So, so let's go back mm-hmm. here. I know yeah. we're, we're really going long here. Let's go back. You're in this intersection. You're in this bubble. You've now found a magic item, plucked it from, or smashed it and grabbed it from, a piece of statuary. What happens next? To the west. To the west. Let's go okay. look around this corner. Who goes to the west? I'll go, go first. As sneakily as possible. Crow. At a distance. Okay. I said we let Crow go ahead a bit and then... Yeah. <laughs> Crow just said that they want to not go. So oh, no, no, tell me, I mean, tell me who goes. Third, third time's the charm. I can't possibly get the trouble again. There's just no way. Right. I'm due for only good things. Okay. Oh, and, so good. As long, and as long as this uh, bubble is up here at this little tri section, Dav can't pass through. Yeah, sight, right? I was thinking about that. Yes. Dav, yes. I, mean, Dav, he's, I mean, as long as like Dav's not being attacked at this point, I think he's chill. So right, that's probably chill. the best kind of spot for Dav because Dav can't get attacked. Yeah, <laughs> he's gonna chill okay. outside and just hang out with trees. So I see two out of but three of you moving up together Dav here. Dav so, oh, yeah. so Bart, Bart and Crow and uh, what? Tell me before we move any farther forward. Distance, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. Who's where? Five, Bart ten. is where he is. Bart is on Crow's right tail. Right on Crow's tail. Uh, and we're trying to be sneaky, I believe. Even okay. though we've just been banging a crowbar. Clank. <laughs> you move, you move <laughs> up towards this intersection. Uh-huh. Changes the atmosphere of the murder zone to a slightly more humid and almost like irony smell, like it's bloody. <laughs> Mm. Oh yeah, I love it. Prepares for war. 
Oh, jeez. Okay, <laughs> no, so... Hands in my instruments and just sit there waiting for something to happen. <laughs> you can accidentally okay. shoot that. You, know. you see... At the end of this corridor, to the left, is a small alcove holding a three-foot-tall stone pedestal, which uh, upon which rests a silver coffer. Unless they didn't re reveal everything right. Sorry. Those aren't doors. Those are stairs. There you go. Are there steps down? There's, is that what's happening? There's steps up to a pedestal. Okay. 15 feet in front of the alcove, right. there's a small step up in the stone floor. Inside the alcove, the floor is elevated an additional two feet. So it's like two raised levels, and there's a, I believe it says a coffer, sitting atop this altar. It is made of silver. Hang on. I mean, we know what's going to happen here, right? I'm going to mess with it, and something's going to come out or around corner. And but we got the murder zone. Not the fight. Just so let's it do it. With. <laughs> All right. So what happens? Crow's kind of like resigned and just walking towards it, I think. I think Bart will put his hand like on your on your uh, waist, like as you step away, and be like, uh -huh. yeah, "I I could take this one crow. I I feel kind of bad just making you go ahead alone all the time, but you are better at these things." And you still don't look so good, Bart. I mean, okay, I'll, I'll okay, try but be careful. I'll get, I'll get the next one. Okay. And you I'll don't get... look so. Uh, I mean, you don't look so great, but not You're like shaking your hands. You, yeah. all, you all look pretty, pretty bad. I'll, I'll help you. Let me help. <laughs> yeah, she's like trying not to let Bart touch him. Really? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't cough. Okay, so like, don't like hanging out in the party zone with us because <laughs> it's the same air. outside the party zone. Let's no social distancing in the zone. All right, go for it, Crow. Go touch the ball. <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna just run up and grab it. You run up Dude, and plant to, your face on the coffer. But do don't. <laughs> run up and go through the motions of pretending that I'm going to be successful at not. Okay. Not ruining things. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll walk up there, you know, carefully, looking okay. for trip wires and pressure plates and all that good stuff. Go ahead and give and me a perception check. Yeah, I have a uh, invisible wall too. Just seeing so you know. it. Oh, okay. I'll fix the invisible wall, but go ahead and give me that Perceptione. Perceptione is a 10. Nothing is higher than 10. Nothing is higher than 10. Mm -hmm. Okay, you move all the way up there, and you you don't run into anything, but you also don't really learn too much. It, it's it's kind of nice, this area. It looks like the, um, the frescoes in here are just like more images of things you've seen before, the, the Bullywug Temple, the travelers coming and giving them guidance, the prosperous relationship with the sea and with their food. Um, then, you know, eventually you come to this altar and there's a coffer on it. Do you open it? Uh, what Learn is crime? a coffer? Like a little chest? Or? Yeah, it's like a, a small chest. It's uh, geometrically shaped and patterned. There's a some inlay into it. It is, is silver and it's covered in dust. 
I think she'll kind of like, you know, lean forward, looking at it. She'll like, you know, okay. stroke the stubble on one side of her head and then the other, like weighing her, her pouch in her hand <laughs> to do a little swap on it. Um, no, I think it doesn't have like a, a lock or anything. It has a latch that you look like you could flip open and then just open it. She'll just take a deep sigh. And uh, I think she will at least, like... She'll go back and get the crowbar. (laughs) Go back (laughs) and get the crowbar? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She'll shuffle on back. I'm not sure who has it. Maybe Kara still has it. And uh, she'll kind of stand back and just use that to lift the latch. Holding her breath while she does it. Okay. And you lift the latch. Tink! And the lid props itself open. It is unlocked. And it comes open freely. Inside this coffer, a strange copper orb with fins etched with an image looking somewhat fish-like. It rises out of the coffer slowly uh where the face on this fish would be on the on the curved body is an image let me reveal it to you here and see if i can make it big um shift to see yeah okay all righty an axolotl. It it looks like an axolotl. Um, yeah, that's cute. Where did it go? I lost the thing. Uh, with a tail fin and bristling fronds near its head, it curls in on itself. Written on the side of this figurine are strange runes. On the slimmer end is an arched square panel. The runes... Uh, what languages do you speak, Crow and Bart, who can see this? Um, let's see. Common and Goblin, and of course, Thieves can't, which okay. is probably not this. Yeah, Druidic is my only additional language besides those ones. Goblin and Common and Druidic. Okay. You recognize that the script is Elvish, but you don't know what it says. Um, Do we it's the first know Elvish you've seen down here. I don't it's know. Elvish. Does anybody in the group speak Elvish? No. I think Cars does, no. Oh, it's an another language that you don't speak. Uh, they, this, this figurine rises out of the coffer and aligns itself with you, Crow, and a light flickers on behind that image. And it glows this pleasant green. And it starts to speak to you. And it's speaking in this primordial language that you've heard multiple times now and not understood. And as as I imagine a pause sort of hangs pregnant in the air when it just hovers there and you stare back at it. The image on the axolotl's face changes one time. And then it changes back to its default. 
Uh, and it says in a different language, and the runes shift to a different language that you don't recognize. And it continues to cycle through languages. Do you do anything? Um, I think I do. I recognize the language. I just don't know what it's saying. You wait and 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 see. How many I mean, ones I've already heard, like the second language. The, what, the second was language like, doesn't it doesn't ring any bells either. Okay. Um, completely unfamiliar. But if you wait till the third one and you don't move or do anything, um, which I assume is a tacit yes. Yeah, I suppose so. Okay, then it changes eventually to an ancient dialect of common, and it begins to speak to you in a language you can understand for the first time in this dungeon, really. And it says, essentially, uh, Behold, before us is the causeway of the anointed. And it moves out past you, panning slowly to look at a eroded fresco on the wall. It reaches the hallway and turns, looks at Bart and Karzalek beyond and says the chamber of the anointed is to the left and through the bronze doors it pauses a second And then it turns, and it starts to go down the hallway the other direction. It says, Behold, the next chamber on our guided tour is the armies of Bolabadur, arrayed and massed. And it starts to fade as it moves farther and farther away from you. I'll say, and then come back. rounds the corner. Come back. It just rounds the corner, and oh, it's, it starts the the, the guided <laughs> tour continues on. Let's get this thing. Let's go. <laughs> oh no! How do we get out? <laughs> Let's go. I mean, Cards is definitely gonna follow that thing if it, if he if he understands it, and it's like like not hostile. Yeah. Like the closest thing to doesn't seem that he can imagine. I mean, he's gonna no. he's gonna we are we doing this? All right, it looks and like Cards like is running after this thing. I think this traps. What it's doing is it's taking us away from the murder zone. That's what it's doing. Um, so there's a there's a, a now a kind of reminiscent of uh, earlier in the session here, a green glow with an orb of light traveling down a hallway, um, mm -hmm. and Karzalek is chasing after it. Karzalek yeah, I imagine Karzalek charging after, just like finally something that speaks our language down here. Like he's he's enthused. He's like yeah, he's stoked. Like he takes you... any semblance of like normality as good. Okay, you reach this intersection here it is turn and you get to see down the hallway towards where this thing is traveling uh, and it casts a faint light actually out onto the chamber which seems one of the larger chambers that you have seen in quite some time I read to you what you see A massive bronze door opens as this levitating fish drone enters the grand chamber. The place is filled with rubble and life-size statuary, much of it broken. Standing in ranks is an army of clay statues in what must have once been an impressive array. 
Now half of them are fallen and crumbled. Near the door are spear wielders, perhaps 20 of them, outfitted only in scraps of leather now. At their feet lay obsidian spearheads and bits of rotted wooden shafts. Behind these figures are archers in a scattered formation. Few of them remain standing. Their arrows are gone, but they hold laminated bows, dried and worm-eaten. Farther into the room are figures of warriors with war clubs and hand axes, wearing scraps of lacquered leather, sandals, and caps. Beyond all of this in the north, just in your view, Garzweck, the end of the chamber are a group of statues that must have been an honor guard. They surround, wearing feathered robes and headdresses, armed with pitted bronze spears, a domed structure. For our listeners who have listened to the Book of Cylinders, it's very reminiscent in its shape to the Pond Mother's house. <gasps> and this dome is stuccoed and has no apparent openings, festooned with some crab claw design. On the east wall of the room are two carved stone columns flanking the remains of a covered sedan or litter with statues of attendants standing nearby. Out of the wall, from behind Karzalek. Oh a, yeah. <laughs> a <laughs> hand reaches and pries open the stone. <laughs> Thunderous step sound as a, the form of a great frogman no. towers over you. And Plep Plop Sul thumps into the corridor and you hear as the drone translates about a half second off from him. <laughs> Thank you. And we'll see you next week. A bitch! So, so okay. No! <laughs> 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 and he leaves again. <laughs> and he leaves. Yeah, no, he doesn't. Oh, god damn. What? Oh, he, he caught us unprepared for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs>